my friend and colleague Karen Fennessy, who is the age-friendly officer for County Clare. Good morning, Karen. How are you? Good morning, Patricia Ann. I'm good, thanks. Glad to, glad to be talking to you this morning because we're going to be talking about uh, the work that's been going on with age-friendly Clare and the Older People's Council in Clare, even during covid and, of course, recently we had the launch of Ennis, the age-friendly town, which was uh, wonderful, the culmination of a lot of work that went on, um, starting off with mm. surveys. And I think you'd like to talk to us this morning as well about some other places where the initial studies have been done. Shannon and Kilrush, you've done some walkability studies there, I think. Too. Yes, mm. that's correct. So um, I suppose just to take it back a step, um, we, we launched an age-friendly strategy for the county uh, back in 2018. And this strategy was about developing the county for our ageing population. We all know that everybody is living longer now, and I suppose the demographic of older people is increasing with each year that passes. Um, so under that uh, county strategy, one of the high-level initiatives was to develop age-friendly towns and communities. And when we looked at our CSO data, um, we found that probably the biggest population of all the people in the county resided in Ennis. So it seemed like a good place to start. And back in the beginning of 2019, um, I worked with the Older People's Council on doing a walkability study of the town. So this is essentially um, walking the main routes of the town and seeing how accessible they, they were. Um, and I suppose from that study, there were a number of suggestions, a number of outcomes about improvements to um, certainly the public spaces. It, it was simple things like um, footpaths, uh, there needed to be more seating around the town. There weren't really enough crossing places. Um, Age-friendly parking is something that had been done in other counties. So, so these are essentially parking spaces specifically for all the people. Uh, now you still have to pay for the parking space but they're put in locations that are near to shops and services. So I'm happy to say that all of those things have been done and um, Ennis Municipal District, which is an office of Clare County Council, has done tremendous work um, in improving all of these public spaces and putting in all these improvements as part of their urban regeneration of the town. But what was interesting was when they were making their big submission to government, uh, and I mean, they've managed to secure almost 10 million euro of funding. So, mm, you know, terrific. we are talking about uh, big money here and big changes that will be happening in Ennis. Um, it all went back to that walkability study and, and the suggestions that came out of that were fed in then to that application. And those suggestions, of course, were made by older people themselves um, from their experience of knowing the town and walking, trying to walk around it and get around it. 
And I know myself, having visited Ennis fairly recently, there's been wonderful work done on sort of cobble locking and uh, making the pavements, you know, lower so that people can walk more easily. And certainly the seating is wonderful, particularly because it has back support and it's very colourful with all the plantings and everything as well. So it's a wonderful piece of work. And congratulations to everybody in the council who was involved in that, because engineers and all sorts of uh, other professionals were involved in the in bringing that to uh, fruition, I think, that particular project. And I know that you've started then doing uh, some walkability studies in other areas, and hopefully they will also result in upgrading and so on in those places. I'd like to move on now, Karen, to talk about other um, projects that have been undertaken during the COVID-19 lockdown period, when a lot of people would be thinking that older people would just be cocooning at home and perhaps not doing anything too active Uh, An image of ageing that certainly I, for one, and I know a lot of other people would want to contradict that, in other words, older people are well able to participate in and contribute to the life of the communities in which we live. So I'd like to talk to you about other projects now, for example, um, the project in nursing homes with the tablets and the Alexas. Could you talk to us about that? Yeah, um yeah. So we received a bit of funding through the HSC um, and it was to buy some devices that would go into nursing homes. And um, we knew at that time, this is, let's say, towards the end of last year, we knew that residents of nursing homes had been completely cut off from Uh, their friends and their relatives who couldn't visit them during that time. So I suppose the idea about this project was to almost digitalise nursing homes and connect them back in with um, their communities and their relatives. So we took that money and we bought a tablet and an Alexa device. Um, The tablet, so that Residents could use platforms like um, Zoom or WhatsApp and contact their relatives and talk to them and see them, albeit over a device, um, but just kind of have that connection again. And then the thinking behind the Alexa device was really just to kind of open their world again to to other pleasures that that we all take for granted now. Um, Simple things like... A bit of music, listening into Scarify FM, of course. <laughs> Good. Um, <laughs> and you know they've learned languages. They've um, they've done online bingo all through this Alexa device, and they've had a huge amount of fun and enjoyment out of them. Oh, that's the feedback that that we've got back. So um, it was a very rewarding project, and. Hopefully, it helped the residents until maybe such time that they could connect in again, you know, in a face-to-face format with, with their friends and relatives. Yeah, so important to have that sense of connection. And even though people weren't able to hug each other or see each other in the ordinary way, it was great to be able to at least see each other and to be able to talk to each other through those devices. So it is fantastic, the... pleasure and connection that uh, these technology is bringing to our lives, I suppose, really. And similarly then, staying with technology, 
Um, I know that we had a smartphone project. And in fact, that project is at the moment in the running for a national award <laughs> because we I made a, a, a little piece for uh, WhatsApp last week to, to support that. Can you tell us about the smartphone project? Yes, certainly. Um, so I suppose during COVID, um, I worked with the council um, as part of a community response forum. So this was a number of agencies that used to get together quite regularly uh, on a monthly basis and just discuss the the critical issues that, that were happening on the ground during that time. And the Older People's Council, as you know, Patricia Ann gave a good input into those meetings. Yes, I but remember them well. The <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yes, exactly. And I suppose one of the main issues that was identified was the fact that older people who were cocooning, a lot of them were not digitally connected and therefore were left very socially isolated. Um, and it was having a huge impact on their mental health and their mental well-being because all of a sudden, all of the social elements that they enjoyed in their lives were taken away from them. cut off. Yeah. And, mm. yeah, so we wanted to do something about that, um, something practical. Uh, so we knew that the council um, ran a scheme called the Community Support Scheme that gave out grants of funding for all different things. And I talked to the Older People's Council about it, and they applied for some funding and were able to secure it, uh, a few thousand euro. And with that funding, they bought smartphone devices. Um, and I also knew that the family resource centres, of which there are four around the county, as well as Clare Care, were offering befriending services, and in fact delivering lots of befriending services around the county during that time. So we kind of felt that they were the people who were best placed to identify the isolated older people that were in need of these smartphones. That's a good idea. Um, mm. Yeah, so they distributed the smartphones for us um, to and got them to those people. I suppose the other elements of that project were that once an older person got a smartphone, very often they had never seen one or had one before um, so we kind of felt we needed to give them a bit of training and we put together um, a booklet which was actually um, uh, guidelines that had been done by Age Action but we put them all together in a booklet um, called Keeping Connected so it was a, a practical step-by-step -step guide if you like about you know how to download WhatsApp on your phone how to set up an email, how to have a Zoom call. And um, and it was just really easy to follow. So coupled with that, we talked to the library service that were holding some training as well, um, smartphone training. And very often they rang people at home and talked them through this over the phone because the libraries were closed at that time. Of so course. Mm. they couldn't have their usual face-to-face workshops. Um, so that was the second element. The third element was that once somebody had gotten a smartphone, um, 
very often these were all the people that didn't have much means, you know, to keep it going. So sure. we managed to negotiate um, a special deal with Vodafone, an age-friendly deal, if you like. Um, and we got that deal down to about €14 Euro a month for a like a, a basic data plan. And we not only um, advertised that to the people that got the phones, but we've advertised that county-wide to other older people who can avail of it. That was a wonderful uh, opportunity for people to get get to know the technology, I suppose, and to be able to use it, and again, to connect with their loved ones and so on. And what I really noticed from that, Karen, is the degree of cooperation across the different uh, elements that you've mentioned, especially the training and support from the library service and, of course, the funding which made it possible from the council itself. So, you know, there's a lot going on there with that project. And I think it's in the running now for some sort of national award, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, it's Chambers Island um, host an excellent in local government award event every year and uh, they have various categories but in more recent years they've actually introduced an age-friendly category which is all for projects that have been done within local authorities nationally that have been specific to, to older people which is great. It certainly so, is. Um, so we've been shortlisted um, for that project and I think there's probably around five, five other local authorities that have been shortlisted. So that's going to be a ceremony held in November, which I believe has been hosted by Mary Kennedy. Well, that sounds like, <laughs> sounds like you might have something to look forward to there, indeed. Um, so best of luck with that. That sounds uh, really great that Chambers are giving that opportunity to to highlight, um, you know, projects which have been so helpful to older people. I think this all shows, Karen, that as I hoped it would, that um, older people are well able to make contributions within their communities and to, to have ideas which can contribute to overall well-being. Because I think there's a, a saying, and I'm not sure if I'm quoting it correctly, if you design for older people, you include everybody. Because, of course, people yeah. who are, for instance, needing more time at a, at a zebra crossing, it could be somebody with a buggy just as easily as it could be somebody who needs a little more time to get across the road uh, because of maybe walking difficulties. So, you know, there's all sorts of opportunities and advantages that can accrue to the whole community from work that's undertaken to to support our older population, of which indeed I'm very much one at the moment. Oh, you're um, a middle-aged. I'll get aware of that with you, Tom. <laughs> now. So anyway, um, we're, we're going to uh, wind up this conversation by talking to you about a forthcoming event, which has been ongoing now in the Older People's Council, as far as I know, for about six years. It has um, metamorphosed over that time, and it is a county-wide um, an initiative which is the Clare Older People's Volunteer of the Year Award. And would you talk to us about that and tell us how people can go about applying or nominating their uh, hero, if you like, their hero volunteer from their own community for that award? Yeah, that's correct. Um, so this initiative really is all about acknowledging um, the contribution that 
older people make in their communities with their effort and their time. And, you know, very often when older people retire, let's say, from a job, um, they, they often get involved in volunteering because it's their chance to kind of give back some time to the community. And we, we see that time and time again. And I have to say, um, I've been involved with this particular event for the last three years, certainly. Um, and it always amazes me, the contribution of the people that have been nominated um, who, for, for some of them, they've actually been volunteering for 20, 25 years in yeah. their community yeah. and and really making a difference, um, yes. I have to say, whether it's, you know, tidy towns, helping out with Meals on Wheels. Um, there's just been some really great examples over the last number of years that have come to the fore. So um, last year's event had to be held online. Uh, it was kind of a broadcast through the council's YouTube channel. Um, and we still got quite a lot of people tuning in, actually. But it's hoped that this year's event will be a face-to-face event in a hotel again uh, to be held hopefully the first week in November. So we've been advertising in the last few weeks the nomination forms um, and we actually have that form up on Clare County Council's website at the moment. So um, on the main website, if you go to services and rural and community development, you'll then see a link to the Clare Age Friendly County page. And you just scroll down and you'll see the article about the Older Person of the Year Award and then the link to download the form there. So when must forms be submitted by? <clears throat> oh, yeah, that's a good point, actually, yeah. Tom. Um, so we're saying the 1st of October. Yeah. Because <clears throat> there needs to be a process that will happen in during the month of October where we actually get four judges to adjudicate the nomination and choose our winner, uh, which will be announced at the function in November. So... I think there are some criteria, not too many, but there are some criteria for eligibility for nomination. Is that right, Karen? Um, for instance, a person needs to be aged 55 plus, I think. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Um, that's very young. So isn't it? I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I know that seems quite young. Mm. I suppose we use that age because <clears throat> our age friendly program is linked to the World Health Organization. That's actually where it's derived from. And believe it or not, the World Health Organization uh, categorizes somebody as transitioning into being an older person at the age of 55. And I think the reason they did that is that from age 55 is when people really need to be minding their health, keeping physically active, um, minding their mental health. So, yeah, so it's age 55 plus. Amazing. Uh, as you say, 55 seems so young in a way. But um, anyway, we're we're delighted that you have been able to take the time to talk to us this morning about all that's been going on and all that's going to go on. And we wish you continued success with the work. And uh, certainly I'm looking forward very much to being part of the 
uh, Older People's Volunteer of the Year uh, awards and to continuing to look for nominations within our own community here in Clare. Thank you very much, Karen. Okay, thank you for having me on. Yeah, more than welcome. It's our pleasure here. Yeah. Okay, Karen, thank you indeed. Okay.